Here we go. Hey, hey, guys, I hope you are doing fantastic. Welcome to Encouraging the Encouragers. So glad you are here. Uh, today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through a quick strategy that is a game changer. Now, in full transparency, I learned this concept initially working at a bike shop in my hometown when I was 13 years old. But it's something I can tell you that has allowed me to be a more successful coach and speaker and to grow a business that I love. And that is something I call the stay close list. Now, let me give you a, a little bit of background first on this concept. So when I was growing up in uh, my little hometown of Newton, Iowa, I fell in love with our local bike shop. So much so that when I was 12, I pretty much stalked the bike shop owner. Marty Doan. Uh, the, the shop was called Marty Schwinn Cyclery at the time. Uh, I basically spent hours up there every day of the summer, just hanging out at the bike shop, watching everything, watching them work on bikes, watch Marty and the other guys sell bikes. I just loved everything about Marty Schwinn Cyclery. To this day, if I, if I smell WD-40, something deep happens in my heart. <laughs> Uh, and at the end of that summer, Marty and his amazing wife, Sherry had to decide whether they were going to have me arrested for loitering or hire me. And at 13 years old, they did the unbelievable and they hired me. That's right. Um, I started working for them, which was absolutely amazing. Now, as you can imagine, an excited young 13 year old Mitch Matthews was a sight to be seen in this little hole in the wall bike shop. <laughs> but when people would walk into the bike shop, uh, people because of the name on the sign wanted to talk with Marty again, it was called Marty Schwinn cyclery and everybody wanted to talk with Marty. They didn't want to talk to an excited 13 year old whose voice was still cracking. Right. Um, but Marty very quickly figured out that, uh, he's like, Hey, I hired you to sell. Cause he could tell I was excited. He had actually, he took me to my first selling school. Uh, all of those things. He was equipping me to be a salesperson. And he, he was figuring out that people did not want to speak to this young, uh, just, uh, you know, recently turned teenager young boy, uh, but he had to figure something out. And so basically what he did is he said, the next person that comes in, uh, I want you to tell them I'm busy because this is what would happen. I would walk out as a 13 year old, excited <laughs> young Mitch. And I would say, can I, can you help me? You know, and my voice would crack and they would say, Oh uh, no, I'm just looking. Or can I talk with Marty? And Marty said, the next time that happens, I want you to tell them I'm busy. If you want to come back, look in the, you know, back in the repair area, I will wave you off, but, uh, we're going to tell them you're that I'm busy. But then what I want you to do is stay close. And I'm like, what do you even mean? He goes, I just find ways to stay close, to keep talking with them. He's like, if you need to take out a, a rag and clean off the glass on the, the counter, great. If you need to wipe down some bikes, some dust off some bikes on bike racks or on the walls, he's like, great. But just stay close and start talking with them about why they're there, what they're up to, 
what they're interested in. And so I did that. The next person that came in, uh, you know, sure enough, can I help you? Uh, no, can I talk with Marty? Marty's not available. Okay, I'll wait. That's fine. And so I did just that. I, I'll never forget. I started to wipe down. We had an Oakley sunglasses case, a brand new Oakley sunglasses case. And I started to wipe that bad boy down. And as I did, I asked the gentleman, Hey, I, I see you've got a t-shirt from that bike ride. I, I was on that bike ride. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. And may, I talked with him about uh, a dog that was on a particular hill and he had gotten chased by this dog, just like I had gotten chased by the dog. And then I asked him about what kind of riding he's doing now. And he told me, and he was also telling me about a trip that was coming up. I asked him what kind of bike he was riding now. And he told me, but then also said, Hey, I'm kind of interested in this kind of bike. And I was like, Oh, well, would you like to see one of those? We have one of those. I took it down off the wall. I said, you know, we can just talk about it. Uh, well, we're waiting for Marty. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. And got it down off the wall, got him adjusted, got him set up and then sent him out on a test ride while we both waited for Marty. I stayed close. I engaged and it absolutely turned into an amazing conversation. And I'll never forget it because he walked out of that bike shop buying about a $700 bike and he never talked with Marty. He only talked with me. But what I had done was I had stayed close. He didn't think he was ready when he first walked in, but because I stayed close, I found ways to stay close. We stayed engaged. And when it came time, when he found the right solution, he bought and he bought and he was happy to do so. And I've learned to do something similar in my business, because that's one thing that's interesting about coaching is that oftentimes when somebody comes across you as a coach, whether it's through social media, whether you wrote a blog post, maybe you were a guest on somebody's podcast, maybe uh, somebody shared something about you and they came across you on LinkedIn or Facebook, um, it, it could very well be that they're not actually looking for a coach at that time. But what you need to do is find some ways to stay close, right? Some of the ways that we do that is through social media, through blogging, those kinds of things. But then that can even happen when somebody gets a little closer to you. You might find that somebody reaches out and engages with you. Maybe they express some interest. Maybe they even do a complimentary coaching call, but they're not quite ready in that moment. So I just want to invite you and maybe it's with Marty from Marty Schwinn Cyclery voice in your ear as well. Say, find ways to stay close. It might be to check in with them every so often, just to say, hey, not to try to sell them, but to ask them how they're doing or to come across, if you come across an article or blog post that you think might interest them, to send it their way. One of my favorite books of all time is a book uh, written by Tim Saunders, who's actually been on my Dream Think Do podcast. I'll share that episode with you in this post. But Tim wrote a book called Love is the Killer App, meaning that love, loving our clients, loving the people that we serve well, is the best app possible. And he does this. He suggests a number of different ways uh, to stay close. My words, not his. Uh, but he, you know, he uses the phrase uh, to love people well. Now he serves a high ticket client like we serve. And so he might take the risk of not only sending a, a link to a blog post or sending a link to an article that might actually help the person. If he's reading a book and he thinks they might enjoy it, 
he'll actually send them the book and just say, Hey, I was thinking of you. And sometimes he might hand, you know, write a handwritten note within the book, or if he doesn't have time to do that and he wants to have Amazon just deliver the book, he'll just put it in the note, make it a gift in the gift settings and leave them a note. Hey, hey, Tom, I was thinking about you. I hope you enjoy this book. I would suggest jumping right to page 110 because there's something that's pure gold in there for you based on our last conversation. I think this might really help you. Uh, wish you all the best. Talk soon. Now I can you I can tell you that I have had numerous times where people have just gotten back to me saying, oh my gosh, thanks so much for checking in. Or, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sending this link or this blog post or this article. Or I have used Tim's suggestion of actually going that next to that next level and actually sending a, an actual book to them. And it's blown people away. Now, I can't tell you that 10 for 10, I've converted all of those people into coaching clients or speaking clients. But it is amazing how many of those people have become coaching clients and speaking clients and referral advocates to people like them in their network. Uh, and so I just wanted to share this. Uh, again, it's bike shop wisdom that has changed my life and allowed me to grow a business that I love. And I, I just wanted to encourage you, find ways to stay close. And you can do it in a low-tech way. I know for me, when I first started, I had a stay-close list on a yellow legal pad right on my desk. And that's what I did. I just had those people that I wanted to check in with, and I would just check in with them once a month through email, a written note, sometimes through a gift, but it was just checking in. Now I have a more of an automated electronic way of doing it, but it's still so, so important. And so whether it's simple or elaborate, I just want to encourage you, find ways to stay close to those people that you want to serve, those people that you want to love well, those people that you hope someday may in fact become a coaching or a speaking client. As you do that, you're going to make the world a better place. You're going to create a loyal tribe of raving fans, but most importantly, you're going to love well, and you're going to grow a business that you love. So find ways to stay close, my friend, and stay encouraged in the meantime. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to Encouraging the Encouragers podcast with Mitch Matthews. Hey, you know the drill. If this episode encouraged you, please leave a review. Mitch reads everyone and know that those reviews help to encourage him and keep him going. And hey, don't forget to punch that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Thanks and stay encouraged.